0: Materials to another month's edition of this state of the Xbox Empire. Joining me this month, well, it's getting close to a certain season. That is Madden season, and I could think of no better guest, no better co-host this week than Mr. The One and Only Coach on PSVG. Mo, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, my dude. I'm glad to be here with you. You know, I I had hoped that uh, you would be able to join me on a special Madden episode this month. Because um, I know if there's one thing that you are more than qualified to talk about, it's Madden, it's football, it's coaching, it's it's your love for the sport... So I do definitely want to talk Madden with you because I think you've probably had a little bit of time with Madden 20, the newest release via EA Access, have you not?
1: Uh, that's one of the ways i played it, yes.
0: <laughs> well, that's probably the only way that you're not under India to talk about, so we'll just go with that. Very and, true. <laughs> but before we dive into Madden talk, tell me a little bit about what you've been playing recently, what you've been up to, what's new, what's good in the life of the Coach Hulk?
1: Uh, just coaching, um, working a lot. Uh, it's been a good, good summer for me. I really have not spent a lot of time gaming um, this year. I've been working on cars and and little things here and there. Uh, probably the thing I've done the most has been you know football, then comics, and then every once in a while uh, Apex with you guys. <laughs> um, other than that, I've played a lot of Stardew Valley to the point where my wife's been making fun of me because I'm farming. Technically, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> from our, from our <laughs> Yep, a lot of Stardew Valley, but on the switch, because literally I can play it while I'm hanging out with her or while I'm in bed. It's it's the best game on switch, in my opinion, Stardew Valley way to go. Um, other than that, I, I really haven't been doing a lot in the gaming area.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, since you haven't been doing much in the gaming area, we're going to go ahead and uh, ask you to step out the rest of the show. Uh, that makes sense. Um, have a great show. <laughs> I wish
1: you the best. Uh, I'm sure you'll do way better than if I'm in here talking about how I haven't been playing games.
0: <laughs> uh, of course I just. Um, you are missing the voice of Mr. Donny Reese. Donnie is taking a sabbatical, a well-deserved vacation. He has been working hard. And as they say, all work and no play makes Donny a dull boy, is that how they say it? I don't know.
1: I, I was trying to I come up so. with
0: something, with something more like Nintendo related. Makes Donnie uh, a a toadstool. I don't know. Princess Peach ish. I don't know. I got. I, I
1: yeah, the only thing I've done that would really apply to the show was I was lucky enough to go to Halo Outpost Discovery, something you'll be going to uh, pretty soon here for the PSVG uh, network. I did none of the whole covering and doing all that stuff for PSVG, which might might not have been a smart play on my part to mention. Um, but uh, I will tell you, if you get a chance, the Halo Outpost Discovery uh, dog tags they put out, really snazzy. I really like mine, so...
0: We'll have to keep an eye out for that. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit because you did go, and I will be going, um, as we record this, I'll be going next week. So you went to the Orlando uh, Outpost Discovery, which was the first one that they did. And I had heard uh, yep. that others, I don't know if it was in Orlando or elsewhere, because they've done at least Orlando and Philadelphia that I'm aware of. They've had some reception that's been positive and negative both sides it seems that it's kind of a half-baked idea from from what i'm looking at on the outside without having gone yet um but i am still looking forward to it so i wanted to chat with you too on this because what were your overall impressions what's your takeaway would you go again
1: um so here's the thing it the entire setup is exactly like disney world if you are a Halo fan, it is an awesome, awesome experience. If you are one of the people who have read the novels and been a part of the lore and played all the games and you know that story in and out, it is it is so much fun. If you're someone who casually played Halo, maybe you did a little, little co-op, maybe you played one or two missions, maybe you did some Team Deathmatch, it's not for you. <laughs> Um, it's the same thing as when I go to Disney World and I go with my wife. We've walked that park a million times, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. We go a lot, and when I, when we get there, she's in awe of every store, places that she's been tens of twenties of thirty times, and everything's brand new and beautiful. And I'm like, oh, are we serious?
0: <laughs> so, I do enjoy Disney World. And I also enjoy the Halo lore, so does that sound like something that I should enjoy then?
1: I, I do. I think you really will, because um, again, here in Orlando, they did it at the Convention Center, the Orange County one, which is huge. Um, they had a ton of space. Um, it was it was set up well, where you could walk. The lines were long. I will say that those things were were tough, um, and it wasn't as. How am I gonna say that? It wasn't as like beautifully set up. There were a couple things where this was like a giant cargo canister. It wasn't like a big, beautiful ship or anything. Like the pelican. Um, but yeah. (laughs) But they do a good job of kind of explaining to you, you know, how it's working, doing this, this, and that. And and the things I found the most enjoyment out of were were just kind of walking around and listening to people talk about their past experiences. Um, they they showed uh the blood, and there was like you literally think it's like it's like a miniature dog. Um, if you're not paying attention. And I remember ha- hearing someone talk about how it was one of the, the first moments they ever had a jump scare in a game. They were talking about, uh, I think it's Halo 1 or Halo 2, when when you first encounter them. The fun, um, yeah. Yeah. And so, just a crazy, crazy thing. Like, it was, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I went to it. Um, as someone who is not a mega Halo fan, I'm more of a Gears fan. Um, I have no problem saying that. I've beaten all of the Gears games multiple times. I've... Beaten Halo, one, maybe two. I know I beat ODST and I know I beat Reach. I don't think I ever touched three, and I don't think I and I don't think I played four either. I did play five. Really enjoyed five. So I'm not a Halo fanatic. So there's not things in there that like, I saw and was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. I saw the hundred and fifty dollar pop that was a Master Chief holding Gortana in her hand for gold and salivated over it and wanted it it, and was like, you can buy three video games for that with hundreds of hours of gameplay. Do you really want to buy this pop? So I I steered myself
0: clear. Hmm. uh... So I got to circle back to this. You haven't played Halo 3 or 4, so at some point we need to rectify that. Uh, I'll play through them with you because you can play them co-op and they're both in the Master Chief collection and I know you have that. I do, I do.
1: And that, that's actually where I played 1 and 2. Uh, I didn't originally play 1 or 2. Um, I, I think the first Halo game I played was Reach. Um, I'm not 100% on that, but I think it was. But I played those two just because they I did buy the MatchDue collection and, and started through it. And it's, they're fine, they're good. Um, but you know me, I'm a Call of Duty shooter, and that's where I live, um, being able to sprint and duck and do all those things. And we I don't think... It's,
0: was sprinting wasn't in 1 or 2, right? Where you can sprint and shoot. yeah. So. It wasn't in three either, I don't believe. But I think they introduced it in four. Yeah, I'm not an expert on Halo, so I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Well, so aside from that, is there anything else that, you know, as as someone thinking about attending that a listener could be, that if it's coming to their location, is there anything that you definitely think that is worth while or anything that you think should be avoided?
1: Um, everything that I did, I, I found enjoyment in. So there wasn't anything, again, if you go, you need to go with someone else. Please don't go by yourself. Those those lines were rough. I'm not going to lie. And if I didn't have somebody with me who I was laughing and joking around with, I would have been miserable. Uh, but because I had that person, it made it so much easier. Um, like we were texting, and, and when, even because when, uh, he ended up going in the group in front of me for the, the VR uh, tactical one. And so as I was going to get the gear on in the next round, he was texting me. He was like, Hey, go here, here, and here. You're going to, it's going to be great. And I was like, okay. And so I actually got a, a pretty good layout of what was going on and helped lead my team to a, a pretty good win. Um, it was all thanks to him. Um, and then we actually went back and got in line to that one more time. So again, biggest thing, go with someone um, and make sure it's someone who actually, you know, has a little bit of passion for it. I, I do not think this is for casual Halo fans. I really don't. I think if you are someone who was like me, who had only played one or two Halo games and you went by yourself, I think you'd be really, really downtrodden when you left. I think you'd be very, very heartbroken. Um, If you go and you you have that love or you're a little more open-minded, it's totally worth it to jump into the atmosphere. I think in two years, if they keep working on this, this could be something really special.
0: So yeah i hope that it is something that they're taking this feedback and they're applying it as they have new locations and they're you know iterating on what they've learned um that would be you know at least what i would hope that they'd be doing because i've heard the feedback and i'm sure they have too so we'll see what chicago brings uh next week and i'll i'll definitely report back to the empire on that so what about you dear listener uh, I'd like to hear your Halo stories if you have any particular memories, if there's anything that you're looking forward to. Uh, if you're able to talk, uh, not talk, but if you're able to go to this Halo Discovery, is there anything that you would want to see? Uh, And so if you let me know before uh, Friday, August 2nd, uh, I'll try to see if I can take pictures or uh, stuff like that for you and tag you on Twitter. Um, So make sure you send me a message on Twitter. I am at Voiced by Nathan, and I will be sure to do my best to find answers, take pictures, and report back for what you're looking for. But so this is uh, July obviously that we're talking now and so we were a month removed from e3 games have been you know kind of not necessarily releasing yet but we know that there's a full slate of games coming out which gives us a good time of year to play and catch up on some good games that are on our backlogs possibly or on game pass so like any good person you'd want to catch up on maybe a narrative game like shadow of the tomb raider perhaps or uh maybe quantum break you haven't quite played through that yet uh those are both on my backlog to complete but uh instead of doing that i have been playing nothing but apex legends um so mo i know we've played a little bit on on apex uh season two is in full swing and i am as of recording i'm a level 71 Uh, i have a a little twitter group of guys that we talk about all all the time and uh i know at least two of us are invested to try to get to level 110 because that's the max on this one there's a really cool skin for the r301 carbine so if you play that game you know that's a a, a great um choice of of armaments we'll say so i've been playing a lot of that i'm i don't even know like I go in for my dailies, I get them done, I want to get a, a battle pass level or two, usually in a day, uh, and then I'll just call it a night, or if, if one of my friends comes on, play some more of that until we get a winner, or two, or maybe three, we'll see how, how our night goes if we're faring well enough, uh, but I have dabbled also into the ranked mode, so I'm a silver rank three, silver three, whatever that is right now, so been playing that a little bit. Obviously, uh, also outside of the Xbox world, uh, they released Marvel Ultimate Alliance on the Switch, and I've been playing that a little bit as well, kind of kind of trying to love myself out a little bit, so I've been playing Xbox, and then the Switch I have played at home, but I also have played uh, at work during lunches, so it's, it's kind of nice during a lunch hour you can sit down and get through maybe like a, a level, maybe two if a, they're two short ones, and... I haven't beaten it yet, but I feel like I'm getting close towards the end. I think I only have, like, three or four more heroes to unlock. So looking forward to, to getting through more of that. To actually play some of that on Cooperatively 2 would be fun. So let's move into the, the football talk, if you will. Madden 20 is available to those who have EA access. And as... Mo alluded earlier uh, there may have already been playing uh, there may have already been a way for him to to play it and I've gone through and played the opening um, game so far. The opening I don't want to call it a level but the opening uh, scenario it's an all-star game. It's a Pro Bowl game which is in Orlando which Mo is also in Orlando. Um, True, true. So what were your thoughts on that opening? It's not, I keep wanting to say opening level. What do you call it? The opening game, the opening scenario, the opening whatever? Um, so
1: it's just the introduction to, like, new mechanics. Um, so to be completely honest, uh, I had dabbled in it before in other places and, and seen it and heard about it and uh, watched it and experienced it. Um, so I actually was one of those people who the moment it lets you, which is within, I think it's the first 30 seconds of that first quarter, you can push pause and go to quick game uh, and let you jump right out of it. Because um, I, already, I already felt pretty confident in my ability to play with the new mechanics. Um, I jumped in. I created two franchises, which I do every year. I do one for myself where I make zero trades. We all know that I'm a trade fanatic because I like building the roster the way I would want it run. Um, I really love speed on defense. Um, I don't really need it on offense. On offense, I normally tend to target height and power, um, and use those to my advantage. Um, and so, what I like to do in that one is I use the completely uh, stock roster I play every week of the season. Um, and what I'll go, what I'll do is I'll go through and go okay after the first preseason week, here's who the Bears cut. Set so week two, here's who the Bears cut. So I'm playing with their roster when we get to week one, and then that's when I go full bore and play as as much as I want. But it's just fun to kind of have that mechanic where I'm playing with the actual team, and I get to kind of watch them grow as I play with them. Um, Then I do the one which is uh, the continuation of Bear Trek, which is uh, the league that Dan and I have basically been in every year. At least us two were in it uh, for probably four or five years now. It's been called Bear Trek. Why? I think we were making fun of Brian. I think it's where where the name came up. Um, I think one of the Star Trek movies came out. We were making jokes or something happened. Uh, we came up with the name, and so I make Bear Trek, and we jump in and start playing. Um, I picked up two free agents. Then when Dan joins, he'll pick up two free agents, and then it's no horse bar up to that because... That first day of free agency, when you start them with the new one, that's when there's a bunch of 80s and 85s sitting there that you can pick up and trade and get your picks back. Um, so, yeah. Mechanically, um, not as good as 18. Better than 19. 18 was a masterpiece as far as football. Um, the way it was played, there was no home run play. Um, if you knew how to cover it, you could cover everything. One of the biggest things people try to do is they try to take um, a tight end with some speed and use him in an all go situation because the tight end is the guy who gets off free if you don't use your control linebacker. Um, most people found out okay if I use your control middle linebacker, I can get hands on the tight end and follow it and leads to picks, and interceptions, and good things for you. Um, Nineteen, you could abuse it. Any tight end didn't matter who it was. Any tight end could get himself through. Um, the ability to force fumbles was really easy. There were, there were a lot of games that I played against people online where I was forcing fumbles that I should have had no chance of force just because it was a horrible tackling angle. Tackling angles, much or tackling is much improved. Um, they're more realistic. So if I dive when I'm not supposed to be diving, I'm going to not only miss the tackle, I'm going to get shed and that guy's going to get that nice little bounce, which is going to allow separation from the guys who were coming in to swarm him down. Um, the things that I think they missed on, I don't know how we're now in 20-plus years of Madden football games where they do not have an option to start in the previous draft. I just I don't understand how that is not a thing. I keep throwing it out on Twitter. I keep telling the people that I can tell. But that is something that should be inherently a part of Madden.
0: Let Let's us control. The
1: draft. Th- think about it. You you are a Rams fan, have been, and even after the move, you still find yourself drawn to them, which is normal because, you know, that's what fans are. We're we're passionate people. Imagine you get to go into this draft, the, the 2019 draft, and decide who your Rams take in the first round. Maybe you didn't like their pick, right? Maybe you were like, you know what? No, no, no. I, I love my roster. I'm going to trade this first and go get another second round of first next year. That sets me up for the 2020 draft. Maybe you want to dump some cap right now and trade some players you don't need and you trade them to go get an extra pick in the fourth round to go after somebody you like. I don't understand how this thing has been missed. This is something that could not only like I think this could literally revolutionize the franchise mode because now you literally are taking over that franchise at the the best part. Everyone. I I don't care who you are. If you're drafting with someone else, there's nothing more fun than seeing who's going to get the best draft pick. Okay, um, Dan. Dan mentioned it the other day we were talking how he can only see Ed Oliver in the Bears jersey because I told everybody last year, say, "Hey, Ed Oliver's a dog. You guys watch what he's going to do, at Houston. That dude is something special." And when we did ours, I drafted him, and he led the league in sacks like four, five, six years in a row in our in our franchise, of course. Mm-hmm. But. It's one of those things like imagining to start off with that. You know what I mean? Like, imagine being invested in the rookies you picked right away.
0: So, I could see that. I mean, being an option at least, maybe to take to that on. And <clears throat> because during that opening game, they, they allow you to choose what kind of mode you want to play. They want to play arcade. Do you want to play simulation? Do you want to play. Um, there was another mode out there. I can't remember which one. But obviously, they should. Uh, Madam Ultimate Team. Um, at the opening level, though? I can't oh,
1: remember. no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I thought we were just talking about modes in Madden. I was like, yeah, so
0: those are different modes for sure. But I think what would be cool is because they have this level of, of choice already built into it, is if you want to do you know a, a draft when you go into that that option to say, hey, start me with the, the 2019 draft or the 2020 draft um, so that we can do this right. I think that would be at least an option that you could check um, so people who want it could get it, and people who don't necessarily want it go, and then that'd be data that they could use to inform, you know, the next iteration. Uh, see how many people wanted that, and I think it'd be a good, at least a good tool. But I wonder if there are some issues with that because of because of the, the contracts and the things like that, the deals that they get. So if there's like a college kid that was not in the draft. Or that was in the draft, would he be have to be compensated? Things like that. That's probably some of the reasons why you may not see that. Because uh, once he gets in the NFL, then it's a different... like It's the NFLPA, right, that uh, manages those contracts. But the whole hullabaloo with the NCAA and all that jazz, that's why we haven't had an NCAA game in forever is because of the uh, compensation of the players.
1: No, you're 100% on that.
0: So I'm kind of curious if if they could do something like that like if if the ncaa games ever came back i know donnie first off would be super happy um because those were always cool because you could take your ncaa team or player it was yeah, your ncaa player that you had in there and then transfer him into madden and then continue that person's story that was pretty cool and i was kind of bummed this with 20 because i liked that long shot story that they did the past uh, was it three past three maddens past two
1: um past two my only issue with there were some hiccups in the story for three or for the last one. Um, the FIFA ones were amazing. I don't understand how FIFA did so well and the Madden one was so iffy. You basically ended up in the same situation no matter what happened in the Madden one where your FIFA one took some pretty cool changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember there's some situations where you like you played like super great in the game, and then they got cut and I was like, Why would you get cut if you played super great? Anyway, um I thought that was uh, interesting but i did like the whole concept of Longshot, and i thought that the second season uh was better than the first season of Longshot for sure because remember that first one where you could control the balls flight in the air it's like it was a completely different game than the madden that you're used to and with the second season they kind of realized that and they actually gave just madden mechanics and let you play in the madden style of a game rather than doing this whole uh, field of dreams type approach
1: No, I agree. That was one of those things where I didn't really understand some of the mechanics they brought up, but I understand how they were trying to test the story. Um, It was one of those things that I found myself like I I enjoyed the first one a lot more than the second one. And my, my hiccups with the second one was I felt like they chopped up the story too much. Like, you would get this awesome narrative where you'd actually be invested into a character, and then all of a sudden you're jumping to another person. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no – I would have rather them go, hey, here's what happened here, and then you did a rewind. Here's what happened on the other side, and here's where they cladded at the end. Instead of spending three scenes here, jumping to this. Two scenes here, jumping back. You know what I mean? I, it was really, really convoluted. and And tough to follow. And I think that led to a couple issues on why it it eventually got kicked out or taken out of the Madden franchise.
0: Yeah. Which is sad. Because, I mean, it was at least a nice hook to... Honestly, that's what got me to buy, or at least... I think I rented or bought, I can't remember. um, The first version of Madden that had Longshot. Because I wanted to see where that story went. (laughs) I wanted to see how it ended. Um, (laughs) So, anyway what are the features that you are excited about for Madden 20 of the new features? Uh, what are some of the changes that you aren't so keen on? Um, features I'm excited about is I felt like they gave
1: a, a more distinct pass rush move. Um, so that, most of the time, I like to control defensive linemen, and the reason I do is if you time it right, it's really, really hard to stop. You're going to be able to set middle pressure. Um, I like to put, like, like most people, my best defense players play my my, my outside linebacker spot because I'm a three-four guy. Um, so with that, you know now I have Khalil Mack, which is oh, that's just beautiful. <laughs> let's just let's just enjoy that from Khalil Mack, Chicago Bear. That's nice. That's that's good sauce. Um, so he's coming off the end no matter what. And he's a 99 rated over player. So now if I play as Akeem Hicks and I'm taking through that B-gap and I time it right, now that tackle guard has to come to me, which means who's blocking Khalil Mack? Nobody. Which leads to bad, bad things for the opponents that I'm going against. <laughs> um, so very, very excited about that. Um, just in the way they set it up. It's, it's good. Um, a couple of things that I didn't like that they changed. Um, it's really hard. For a cover corner, who's say lower rated? Uh, I'm going to use it, Prince Makamura uh, as my example. Um, so far, yep. So so far, I've gotten uh, about eight interceptions through the first uh, two preseason games that I've played. Um, just kind of working through the kinks and and, and testing everything out. Um, and Kyle Fuller has a couple interceptions, I'm say four or five. Prince has none. And it's not because they're not throwing the ball to that side. It's because I'm literally, with the way it's set up and his coverage, I can't get him to flip off and get his hands up high enough, fast enough to get an interception. He keeps turning around late or the ball hits him in the back or you know he gets a deflection, but he's not getting the pick. So I think it's something where they set that rating up where anybody who's below, say, a different number, um, somebody who's in the 80s isn't going to be able to do what somebody in the 90s does. My issue with this is... I watch wide receivers who were in the 80s make one-handed catches just like the guys in the 90s do. So it's this disparaging um, of we made it really, really tough on the defensive end, but it's still easy on the offensive end. And I found that really hard for me as someone who plays a lot of Madden because now somebody can have a suspect wide receiver two or wide receiver three and still make these miraculous catches even if I've got – A really good DB out there you know what I mean Um, that was one things I had issues with I think the kicking is smoother now than it's ever been I think they're really polishing that off I really enjoy the kicking mechanic Um, it's it's better than it was last year and I think the thing that I I found that was like the the best improvement it's prettier than it's ever been Um, so I have a 4k TV and Xbox one X and when I put on Madden 20 for the first time on my console I kind of lost my breath from it. I was like, "Man, this is this is like watching games on Sunday with my family. This is this is gorgeous. Like this looks really really clean." Um, I think graphically they continue to find that line to to take me out of the arcade simulation and put me onto the grass in a football game. So I really really enjoy the way this one looks overall.
0: So I can't say that my breath was taken away when I first started playing it, but I did enjoy it, and I thought that the visuals did look good. Um, I mean, Madden's always looked good. And they use the Frostbite engine, which has had its issues in the past on uh, various games. And you can see some some oddities that happen in Madden every now and then. Like when, a, when someone transports through another player or when they fall over another player and it just kind of looks a little bit odd. But uh, it does look like a good game, like as far as the visuals go. So, talking about... Um, Madden, I know this is something that's you know always on your mind, always wanting to uh, to play. Would you say that I think I'm I think I know your answer, but comparing this to the previous let's say three years versions of Madden, um, would you recommend this as a pickup for people who haven't played in the past few years? So let's say last time I played Madden was 2016. Uh, and I kind of been writing on that. I've been doing okay, I don't need the roster updates. Would you recommend hopping back in now to 20?
1: Um, I would actually still stand by 18 being the best Madden that I've played in a long time. Um, I was not a huge fan of nineteen. I was it a great Madden game? Yes, it, it compared to other games, I thought Madden should have been game of the year. However, in the Madden franchise, it was not the best Madden, okay? Um, we all know I love pizza, big pizza fan, right? So even bad pizza, still good pizza. Madden 18 is still the best Madden that I've probably played in years. And so for someone who hasn't played Madden in a while, I would say, you know what? You can go to GameStop right now and pick up Madden 18 for three bucks. Or if you have EA access, you get full access to everything that it has. And it's still really good. It's still really good. And their madden Ultimate team setup, you're still getting cards in there that make it relevant. You can still download rosters on Madden 18 that give you everything they have now. And it's a smoother gameplay. Last year's Madden was not not as good as 18. 18 was a a once-in-a-generation Madden game. I will stand by that right now. It was phenomenal.
0: 19 was good. Once-in-a-generation as in once-in-a-console like generation?
1: Yeah. I think it was the best one of of the console generation. I think 20 is... It's living off of all of the advancements in technology, but I don't think it's as good as what 18 was. So um, we all know I love Madden, and I don't want to discourage people from picking it up. This this new one is prettier. It's smoother. The load times are fractions of what they used to be. Um, but I would still say if you're on the fence,
0: 18 is really, really good, and it's really cheap. Good point, good point so for those of you who have not played madden in a while or want to check things out this guy's got a valid opinion because he knows the game in and out he loves the madden franchise he loves football he loves sports so if he says madden 18 is good uh you can take that to the bank that's that's a a check that you can cash um so mr mo we've talked a little bit about madden We talked a little bit about uh, the Halo Outposts, which are the two main things I want to talk about this week. Is there anything in the Xbox-verse that has been on your mind or that you would like to chat about?
1: Actually, there is something. Um, So, last week, uh, Alana Pierce, formerly of IGN, now she's with someone else. I don't know who it is. She either retweeted or posted some remarks on a game called Wolfenstein Youngblood. Have you heard about this one? I've heard about Wolfenstein Youngblood. So, not a lot of people know this. Um, I loved the Wolfenstein games. Loved one. Really enjoyed two. Uh, it kind of gave me that Dishonored uh, feel, and a lot of people know I love the Dishonored games. Um, I've, I've played all three uh, through the whole story. Love them. They are, they are really well set up. Um, if you've never played Dishonored 2, you're doing yourself a disservice. That is a really good game. Um, and she mentioned that it wasn't great, something along those lines. she just it wasn't Wolfenstein enough. and so I was like, uh eh, I wasn't really gonna get this one anyways. I'm gonna get Madden. And, and once Madden season starts it's it's tough for me to play anything else uh, once I, I put that copy uh, in my Xbox, it's it's the only thing I'm playing for a long long time um, but it kept nagging me because I really loved Wolfenstein one and two and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. So this today, this morning, I went and bought Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and I ended up buying the version where you get a free PAL code hmm. so that a PAL can play with you. And I was like, man, why why are more people not talking about this? Like, why is this not something that I see more of on the Internet? Is that literally they gave you this game. They gave you a code so you could send it to a friend and you could both play it. They don't have to buy it. This is the same thing as – what was that one called? Uh a way out, yeah. I played about half of that with our buddy Ray. Um, never, never finished it, Ray. We need to go back and actually get that done. Um, I don't know how the story ends. We need, we need to know. Um, but this is awesome. Like whoever I, 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 call up and say, "Hey, do you got four or five hours to waste?" And they're like, "Yeah, let's, let's go." And well, I send them it's the only code. Only four five hours. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing oh. it out there. Um, I, I, remember, say, I can give you that. <laughs> I remember the first Wolfenstein, I beat really fast, so I was just kind of basing it off. Maybe it's a little longer, but this I bought the deluxe version with the code for forty bucks. So if it's a full game, I mean we'll see, but um, it's kind of like the Far Cry New Dawn. The New Dawn yeah. was cheap too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So this is a cheaper game, and I'm like, let's let's roll, let's have some fun. So I picked it up and. Um, I'm probably going to load it up this weekend and try it out myself and see what I like and then eventually go, hey, who's got some change? Who wants to jump in and, and, and beat this game? So, we'll see. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shocked more people aren't talking about this because, to me, again, Wolfenstein 1 and 2 were awesome. Really, really loved both those games.
0: So, Very cool. So, I, I I did hear about the Deluxe version having some sort of friend pass. I I didn't know if it was tied to uh, only the features because of playing with the person who gave you the code or how it's supposed to work or because uh, it is co-op only, right? It's not, um, it's not a single player game, right? Um, I'm, I'm not sure.
1: I, again, I, I, I didn't look enough into it. I just was like, why was this not talked about enough to like where I, you know, had to go pre-order and think about it all the time. I feel like I didn't see any marketing on this game. Now, Again, I've spent the last four months with my head inside of an, uh, uh, an engine bay working on cars, but still, like I'm on Mixer and Twitter and stuff with you guys, and I didn't see anything about it. So I'm I'm we're gonna find out.
0: Well, if it's anything like uh, a way out, a way out, you had uh, you could event you downloaded a trial version if you were the person that was gonna play with somebody else, and the person who owned the game would invite you to the game. And that's how it played. So that one didn't actually even need a coat. That was just a, hey, download the trial. Let's play this together. Uh, That's how that worked. So I'm curious to see how this one works in practice. Yep.
1: Should be cool. Again, I think it's going to be... I'm hoping it's going to be good. I'm hoping it's going to be something that uh, makes me want to play a little less Madden. So instead (laughs) of playing, you know... 100 games of Madden
0: a week, only play 95. Nice. You know, I think, talking about Madden 18, I think I put close to 100 hours into that game. And, again,
1: it's definitely worth putting hundreds of hours into. It was phenomenal. I, again, I loved that Madden.
0: I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah. Because I remember playing with you and Dan and then trying to keep up with all that for a while. And you guys just go way too fast for me, especially now that I have you know, my little one running around. So <laughs> it, it, it slows you down when you, what you can do on the gaming front, that's for sure. So let me uh, talk to you a little bit more about games that are coming out this year. Is there anything that you see on the horizon um, that has your attention coming out this year? Um, just Let's just keep it to 2019. Well, we know I'm gonna get FIFA. Um,
1: I'm a FIFA head. I love my FIFA. Um,
0: FIFA FIFA head.
1: Yeah, I'm a FIFA head. Uh, FIFA beat Madden for me last year. Um, it was again. It was it was phenomenal. FIFA 19 was was better than any FIFA I think I've ever played. Um, they did such a good job uh, setting that one up, and it was really really smooth. And the online play was so good. I just I love jumping into matches as as the creative player and just playing.
0: You just um, like the game had Haley Joel Osment.
1: He was in that one? Wasn't he in FIFA? No, he was in NBA 2K. Oh, that's what I was. Sorry. Yeah. He was in 2K, which I'm still bitter about the fact that the prelude for 2K19 didn't have achievements, but it does have trophies. I just, God, that makes me so mad. Just (laughs) makes me bitter, Because those are such good stories. They are so good. NBA, uh, I'm sorry. The 2K franchise's stories are night and day better than everybody else's. Like, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. They do such a good job. But not having achievements on one and having trophies on the other, just annoying. I don't care if you only make it worth 200 achievements. Give me give me points for playing it, right? Ugh, drove me to bananas. But, um, yeah, no, so FIFA's coming up. Uh, NHL 20. NHL 20 and I are going to take some time apart. Hmm. Um, this will be the first year in six years since it's been on Xbox. Because they took they took the launch year off, so five years. First time in five years that I will not be picking up day one, um, and the reason is they let me down. Um, I loved the the ice skating, uh, the 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 my park of NHL. I thought it was such a great idea. The problem is they don't give you enough bang for your buck to make it worth it. If they let you do the things that NBA Live does where you can kind of create your own court and set these things up differently and really make it yours, you can add things to it, you've got court battles, if they would have done more of that stuff, it would have been really, really dope. I would have, I would have probably been head over heels. Um, I know some people like Sean Capri hated the announcers. I didn't have a problem with the announcers. I think they're getting progressively better every year. Um, it's really hard to get sports announcing done right for a video game. Because players do things that you can't predict, right? Dan and I once spent, I want to say 30 minutes, working on getting an achievement for blocking a punt. And we just kept punting over and over. (laughs) You punt to me, I punt to you, you punt to me. Just back and forth, over and over and over again, trying to get this achievement and the announcers eventually are going to repeat things. They're like, oh, they're punting again on first down. Crazy. <laughs> like it's it's going to happen. Like, they're, We're going to do things as users that are going to be amazing and unique and special that these guys cannot predict. There's no an algorithm for passionate sport fans trying things on the last second. right? And so that's not going to – I don't think that's something that we can like, really get mad about. If it's not changing as fast as you want it to, because if you go back and play, like so, Madden 25, the announcing on that, so bad. But it's way better than what it was on the 360. And you, again, Madden 25 not as great but madden 18 19 20 the announcing is getting even better so every year they kind of find a way to fine-tune these things and find these things and make it more uh fresh and i believe 18 and 19 both had patches where the announcer started uh redoing things in the middle of the season and adding it to the announcements
0: so yeah as- they did every week they kind of updated it
1: so as that happens, it's gonna get better. But so I'm not really looking to NHL 20 this year. I, I hope it gets better. If it gets the reviews I think it's gonna get, I'll probably stay away for a couple months and then get it cheap on Black Friday. Um, the only other game that I'm really like excited for isn't an Xbox game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, on the Switch, we're gonna be in a game called Luigi's Mansion. And if anybody knows me, I really love Luigi. Like he's he's just a cool cat. Um, I play Luigi Mansion on the 3DS. I think I played on the GameCube at some point in time, just because that's where I think I first tried it. Um, so I'm really excited to try that out and kind of jump back into that world. But for me, that's that's really all that I that's coming up that I'm excited for. We know I'm going to get Call of Duty and go nuts for that. Um, the Star Wars one, I don't think that's my kind of game. Like, I just don't. Um, as someone who tried to play, what was the single-play story mode? The Force Unleashed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I tried to play both both those and did not like either one. I mean, I I made it maybe an hour hour and a half into those games. Was like, yeah, this is this isn't my world, and that's okay. Like everyone's a little different. We, I tried to play games like Red Dead Redemption and was like, nope, not for me. It just there are games that are for me. I get that, and games that are not for me. I love Assassin's Creed. There, I've never played an Assassin's Creed game I do not like. I loved three. Everybody else hated three, and I was like, three is a good time. Okay. me and Connor, we have some things to do. We got some people to pay back,
0: so. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I'm really jacked for that
1: one. I think it's gonna be good.
0: I've never Halloween. played, I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game. So
1: here's here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna beat it probably in like a week. I can I can feel it now because I can I can beat the one on three DS in, in in a day or two. Um, if I get like two good play sessions in a row, so I'll beat it, send it on over to you. You can play your first one and then send it back. And, uh, we'll both, we'll
0: both beat Luigi's mansion. (laughs) You know, if you send me a switch game, it's going to be like five years before I play it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. I mean, that's kind of how it's going so far.
1: Man, here's the thing. So once I found Stardew Valley on switch, like I'm telling you, man, like it's, the Switch only gets picked up for Stardew Valley right now, and in my, it's just always funny. because My wife's like, this thing's been out for a year and a half, and you barely touched it. All of a sudden, you play a game that you already beat on. I believe I beat it on the PC a couple times. I have done like two or three playthroughs through, play where you got married and locked, unlocked everything and got all the stars on your main building and rebuilt the, the house. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did it on Xbox, too. And she's like, now you're, you're doing it on the Switch. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. It's just so good here. Like, it's really, really well set up. If you've never played Stardew Valley, please give it a chance. It's a phenomenal game. Really, really
0: fun. I, um, uh, but, yeah, I'm perfect I'm afraid on you're addicted to it, and so I'd probably be addicted to it. And I like, just can't have that. <laughs> it's a, Again, if you get it on Switch, you were
1: talking, you play 10, 15 minutes before bed, you can get through one, two days in a row, and it, it's
0: fun, man. I never do anything like 10 or 15 minutes like a game it's got to be like an hour or two hours usually <laughs> <laughs> so trying to do something before bed that's just not going to be good sauce um so for me this this fall the biggest thing that is on my radar and the only thing that i will probably be getting this fall uh as an actual purchase because i've already pre-purchased it is star wars jedi fall in order um so obviously star wars is my jam this game looks really good. I'm hoping that it will be really good, uh, and it's a return to that single narrative game, which I personally love uh, in the Star Wars world. So, that's my most excited for this year coming uh, yet before, you know, 2020 when the new consoles are technically coming out. I don't think Cyberpunk is coming out this year. I think it's March of next year. I could be mistaken, um, but Cyberpunk's also on that short list, uh, and then. Game Pass is going to bring me The Outer Worlds, which I'm really excited to, to try that because it looks good. Um, space kind of exploration y, uh, but also with that um, RPG aspect. It's by the people who, who made Fallout New Vegas, which I've never been a Fallout guy, but um, I've always wanted to be, but I just never, Fallout's never clicked with me, so I'm hoping this will. So it being on Game Pass will allow me to. play that and check that out so i'm excited for that too
1: see i'm excited for the cyberpunk one um just because i didn't i didn't enjoy the witcher because of the 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 what do you call it the fantasy setting yeah that's never been my 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 jam um but i love the world um I still remember climbing up on mountains and just taking that horse wherever I wanted to. I don't think I ever did half the missions I was supposed to. I just <laughs> kind of was like, hey, can I really climb that? And then you go climb it. And it, it's beautiful. Um, maybe one of the prettiest games I'd played it in the Xbox period. Um, really, really gorgeous game. But it just wasn't my world. And so Cyberpunk cyberpunk's more my jam like we've got guns and weapons and and that deus ex vibe we mm-hmm. all know it. i love deus ex i i think i was the only person who actually bought the last one and beat it i bought um, the last one but i haven't played it yet so so good that was a fun game um so I am jacked for cyberpunk, but yeah, that's not coming up soon. The only one that I, I just thought of when you're talking, I love me some Borderlands, and Borderlands 3 comes in September. Mm-hmm. My my only issue is Randy keeps doing really stupid things, and I have a hard time supporting stupid people.
0: Yeah. I, so. Speaking of Borderlands, so I just recently played my first Borderlands, which was Borderlands 2. Um, I haven't gotten super far, in it. i played, I think, a little bit with you even and it's it's fun like I was really enjoying my time with it it's cool aesthetic the art style is timeless and the the mechanics worked for me pretty well but then apex season two came out and I just went back to that <laughs> and
1: that's one of the borderlands is one of those things like it's fun solo um I've I've played a lot of borderlands I've beaten one multiple times um I've beaten two multiple times I've beaten uh, the prelude multiple times we all know how much I loved uh, Tales of the Borderlands. Um, I, I just bought that game for just random people and said, you have to play this. It's so good. That was so good. And uh, Loved it. And and so 3, like, again, I'm excited. Like, they do such a good job of telling stories in this world and making them, like, actually fun and meaningful and hilarious, and they make bad guys you actually hate. Handsome Jacks was one of the best bad guys ever. Just so much fun to hate that guy. Um but, again, I'm one of those people who I like to put my money where my mouth is. And the, my biggest hiccup that I'm going through right now is I need Randy to clean some stuff up. I need him to stop saying such dumb things and making me go, no, I don't want to give you my money. I'm sorry. Like, so we'll, we'll see. Um, it's the same thing. Like, You, you know uh, I'm a Cubs fan. I've been a Cubs fan for a long, long time. Um, this is the first year that, that I haven't bought a jersey and an autographed baseball. Um, and I sent a letter to him saying, "Hey, I don't support one of the one of the players that you kept on. You should have gotten rid of him." Um, and because of that, me not supporting it, I'm not going to support you financially. I'm also not going to watch your game. So I, I've watched maybe one Cubs game all year, uh, where I used to buy the pass and watch them every day.
0: So. Well, I would say this with with Borderlands Three, you know, it it's more than one guy making a game, so i i understand i understand and he fully support you making your decision to you know not buy a game depending on the the studio head or whatever he is but remember there's hundreds of people that also made that game that depend on financial success for their jobs and stability so just i mean send a message but just remember it's not just one guy
1: look at you being all smart and making me able to get borderlands three <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy to get caught up in in the celebrity ishness of you know the studio heads and things like that, the personalities, if you will, it develop. But the nuts and bolts, the programming, the artistry, the scoping, the all this stuff is it's not done by Randy Pitchford. It's it's done by people who are dedicating their their all their time, spending away from their loved ones, from their families, making this this work of art that they want people to enjoy. Throwing the facts around. No, again, I I can see
1: that. So I'll have to to really put some prayer into, into my
0: decision. I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah. Mr. Coach Hulk, do you have anything else for our fine listeners this month? Listeners,
1: you're awesome. I really appreciate you, especially you short one in the back. You know, you probably should have been moved to the front. You deserve to be in the front, but... Otherwise, no, I just love you guys. Thank you guys for letting me come in here and talk about Madden. You know, Coach loves the Madden. It's a good the good thing. And, uh,
0: yeah, it's really I got, brother. Where can people find you, talk to you, follow you, stalk you? The the best way to talk to me
1: um, is at Disney, Disney World. I'm really good at talking <laughs> there. Uh, but, no, um, actually on our Discord, the PSP Discord, um, if you tag me in something, I try really hard to respond right away. Um, I had a really good talk uh, actually today uh, with um, Jason about Barry Sanders and, and how much fun he was to watch and, and that stuff that I enjoy. So if you're over there, um, Twitter is really tough to talk to me on um, only because I don't check it except for the chat that me and a
0: few friends are in. So, But, yeah, Discord, PSVG. Very good. You can find me on Twitter, as I said at the beginning of the show. If you have anything on Halo Outpost that you want me to take pictures of, check out or try to you know scope out for you. If you're interested to attend, uh, make sure you hit me up on Twitter. Send me a message at Voiced by Nathan. Uh, the show is at the Xbox Empire, and you can also check out the Discord as uh, Mr. Coach Mo eloquently put uh, and that is over on the psvg.blog there's a banner there that has discord go ahead and hit that and you can also see all the other great content that we have over on psvg now um there is something that i am terrible at doing which donnie actually usually does for me because he's a cool guy like that and that is making sure to thank our sponsors So give me a moment, and I'm going to try to find that here. In the meantime, Mo, vamp. I can do this. We'd like to thank our sponsor of the month, Barack Obama.
1: He sponsored us because he knows that just like the Xbox Empire needs support and love, so does this country because right now we're in a dumpster fire. So thank you, Barack, for your support and everything that you did for us. Did I do a good job? That was a good vamping. (laughs) I'm a good vampire. Nobody vamps the way that I vamp. Uh, sure. So, since- and to our second patron, <laughs> thank you, sliced cheese. You're delicious, and you go great on sandwiches. Your support makes us better.
0: That 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 works too. Okay, I did so, too. So, since I don't have this list available, I'm going to go to our good old Discord and read off people who I know are patron supporters. I don't know what their levels are, but I'm gonna go through and read everybody because everybody deserves a shout out that's a Patreon member so Joel Professor Switch Roman Nick Fallhover Sean Capri shout out Canadian Handsome Benji Chaufey Delvin Cox HD Life Dash Daniel Forrest Minish Grouchy Kaboski Kaiju Kaijukebox which I love that name Uh, Calo Kyle the Pug Mathman 1024 Neo Prime 33 Paul the Walrus Ride Calicoat Cernic Skinny Matt The Winter Gamer Trash Turkey and War Toad how about that everybody regardless of their level if they're on the discord and a patron member just got the shout out so you can also be a shout out on all of our shows uh, just just go over there and check out that patron uh, I don't even remember what that it's patron.com slash PSVG I think so that gets you access to PSVG DLC which is actually recording right now as we record Mo, did you know that
1: why weren't we invited?
0: Well, apparently, um, we're dull. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I totally agree.
1: I just going to point out, I've been on two shows in a month. This is quite the achievement for me. <laughs> oh, achievement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, speaking of which, we do love uh, PSV GOT over here in my house. So, uh, hoping for a triumphant return with you and the West Coast, best coast, uh, our boy, Dev, a someday, ties. someday. Um, so yeah, that that's it. That's it for the show this month. I again, we'll be back uh, with Halo Outpost Discovery. Um, hopefully, I can get some sound bites. Um, I was thinking about getting a microphone t- to put on my my thingy if I was able to interview some people. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that that's it. That's it for us. We're all fine here. How are you? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. That is the state of the Xbox empire for July 2019. And the state of the Xbox has never been stronger. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by Patrons at patreon.com slash PSVG. Become a Patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.